Opinions expressed on ACB Radio are those of the respective program contributors and cannot be assumed to serve as endorsements of products or views of the American Council of the Blind, its elected officials, or its staff. Welcome to Speaking Out for the Blind. I'm Brian McCowan. I think today's show is a very important one that provides inspiration as well as information on cutting-edge technology to enhance our lives. We're going to talk with one visually impaired man who worked his way to beat the odds and live a happy and exciting life. According to Forbes magazine, that man is Vladimir Goncharov. Vladimir has been losing his vision since he was just a kid. This constant vision loss hasn't stopped him from advancing in the job market and accomplishing his goals. And despite tough political times in Russia, Vladimir started working as a college computer laboratory in 1991. At this time, Vladimir's eyesight wasn't good, but still enough to perform his duties without special accommodations. When Vladimir moved to Moscow in 1997, he worked at an ice cream plant as a senior Oracle developer. Later on, Vladimir became both an Oracle database administrator and an Oracle Application Express Platform, or Apex, developer. We'll talk more with Vladimir about that platform in a bit, but he's here to tell us first about his life journey. Hi, Vladimir. Hello, Brian. Thank you for inviting me. Hey, glad to have you here. Forbes has said that you've been losing your eyesight progressively since you were a kid. What's the cause of your vision loss? Yes, I have been losing my sight since I was a kid and doctor said that, doctor diagnosed that uh, this is retinitis pigmentosa. Retinitis pigmentosa, I've had other guests with retinitis pigmentosa, it's where you have good and bad vision days. Uh, let's learn more about you. You were born in the Russian town of Novomskovsk, is that how I pronounce it? Yes, Novomskovsk. Novomskovsk. Okay. It means like New Moscow. New Moscow. Yes. I love it. That's more than 200 kilometers south of Moscow. When you were in school, how did you adapt to the classroom as a young visually impaired student? Uh, I always sat in the front row of classroom and also I was allowed to stand up and uh, come up to the blackboard to see now, what is on the board if I was unable to see it? I also went up to the front of the chalkboard when I was in school, too, to read all the words and take notes down. Most of us can relate to that, in fact. The USSR collapsed in the early 90s when you were 19. At this time, you lived in your small town in Russia with your mom, and you commuted to the city of Uzlovaya using public transit for about 12 miles. You worked as a computer laboratory assistant at the local college, and you were also a computer science teacher at the same time. Furthermore, you became a Microsoft Pro developer. How did you speak out to get all these positions? Uh, I finished this college before I worked there as a computer laboratory assistant. And... Uh, my love for computers and programming uh, was so obvious for the college staff uh, because when I was a student together with my teacher and together with other students, we 
made a smart classroom out of mechanical draw laboratory. And I was the one who developed all the software for this project. Also, I made a lot of software for other laboratories while, while I was a student there. Uh, so they invited me to be a laboratory assistant there. Later, one of the teacher, computer science teacher, suddenly left the college in the middle of school year and they offered me his position. Once uh, another college in the town, they got their first computer. And the principal of my college came to me and asked uh, if I can help them with their computer and uh, if I can create for them a software. Despite the fact that this was a new type of the computer and I saw this type of the computer first time in my life, I answered, sure, yes, I can. So my friend, uh, my colleague, uh, my colleague, he got me Microsoft Fox Pro and all documentation on Russian language. And uh, I started to read it. And that's how I became a Microsoft Fox Pro developer. What's Fox Pro? Uh, Fox Pro is a database management system with text user interface. It was this text user interface. Now, I understand that you've used it to develop software for medical college bookkeeping, local tax collector, and local cable TV company bookkeeping, correct? Yes, correct. I developed, I worked as Fox Pro developer several years in Uzlabaya, and I worked also for local tax collector for local cable TV company. And so I made several programs using Microsoft Fox Pro. If you've had a little more TV experience, we're going to get to that a little bit later in the show, but let's talk about your time at the ice cream plant. You, were, you weren't making ice cream, but you were introduced to Oracle Database. What was Oracle Database and how did you use it on the job? Uh, it was very interesting story, miraculous story, how I got this position in Icefilly Factory. I was a member of the local church in all Moskovsk. It was Pentecostal church with Pastor Joseph Adba from Ghana, Africa. This is very unusual for our country. Worship leader of the of the church, he had a business and he sold an ice cream in our town. Youth pastor, he worked for him as an expediter, expediter and he traveled to Moscow and bring the ice cream. Very often, uh, he laid for youth ministry. Our pastor asked me to replace him uh, at the church at such days. Looking at this, I asked, I told to all church leaders, church leaders, I told them that it's not good when our youth ministry suffers from the business of our worship leader. So, and worship leader told me that I have nobody to send except him. So I need someone to trust. So, and I answered him, just send me. But youth pastor must preach on, on his ministry. He must be there on time. In my first trip to ice, Philip, to ice cream factory, 
In the very first trip to the ice cream factory, I faced uh, an issue in the distribution store uh, because the cash I was given was not enough to purchase the order and it caused a huge scandal. The cashier, the cashier uh, must recalculate everything manually. She got so annoyed uh, by me uh, that she started throw all my cash around. But thankfully, other people helped me to collect all my money back together. And I saw an idle computer next to her. And I, I go directly to the IT director of Ice Cream Factory. And I asked him why she don't use computer. And he replied, we have no software to use it. And then I told him, uh, but I am a Fox Pro developer. I am not an expediter. Making a long story short, he uh, gave me an offer to be an Oracle developer for their factory. And uh, because they were in the process of purchasing Oracle, and uh, they also purchased the whole bookshelf of white books with Oracle documentation. And so it was very great job offer for me because he offered me the salary 10% higher than he had. And I was from Russian province, so it was very, very great offer for me. And I accepted it. <laughs> So this is how I became Oracle developer. That's that that's that's pretty marvelous. And I understand he offered you a salary ten percent higher than you had. That was a big offer for you. Yes, than he had. Yes. You you gotta um, uh, explain more about Oracle database here. It, it's kind of uh, like a warehouse, thing. right? But it's not for carrots or cabbage. Yes. Well, Oracle database. Uh, if you ask me, what is Oracle database? Any database is like warehouse, but not for cabbage, not like for carrots, but this is to store a data, to store any information, any data in it. And we as developers, we develop uh, interface to give possibility to regular people, to the users, to get access to this information and to work with this information. So you later lost the senior Oracle developer job at the plant since you couldn't get the new government-required registration in Moscow. Next 20 years of your life involved you going blind, and there was some upheaval and uncertainty going on in Russia. What was taking place there during this time, and how did it just affect you as a visually impaired person? You asked me about 20 years of my life, and I will try to be shorter. When we are talking about people's attitude regarding visual impaired people on the job, then I would say that in the professional area, the attitude is probably the same in Russia as here in the United States. Uh, for example, when I worked as an Oracle TBA database administrator for one large company. The top manager of this company, he provided me with all conditions. He provided me everything I need to do the job. 
Uh, for example, they give me the biggest display in the company. Also, they purchased for me special laptop with the higher brightness. So they did everything I need to do my job. After two years of working in, the, in this company, I understood that I will not be able to perform my duties soon. I decided to let this company, although it was the best company I worked for in my life. I decided to let this company and start my own business to, to do the permanent income uh, for me. I decided that I must try to do something to survive because I, I didn't know about screen readers at all. So I decided to start the business. Uh, probably nobody should repeat this way, uh, but I did it. Also, I worked remotely. I started to work remotely as an Oracle Apex developer and Oracle DBA. Approximately one year later, I understood that I will not be able to see the screen at all. Uh, but a friend of mine, uh, he shows me the feature of Linux operating system. This feature was inverting display colors when white became black, font became white, and I used large screens, very large screen, 50 inches screen, high brightness, and it was like a gift for me because uh, I get several additional years of ability to see the screen and I continued to work in the IT technology. But I changed the operating system from Microsoft Windows to Linux because Linux provides a feature to invert color of just one window, not the whole screen. Even today, neither Windows nor macOS, they have no such feature. They can invert the whole screen, but they cannot invert just one window. You worked at Channel One in Russia, correct? And yes. what did you do there? Okay. As you know, uh, before Channel One Russia, I worked for the system integrator uh, and uh, I worked approximately two years as a developer of uh, the best HRMS system in our country. And uh, they, our HR department sent us a letter saying that we will have all our delayed salary for last four months, but uh, only 50% of original amount. So it was a good drive to send my resume to other positions in Moscow and I uh, started to and I went to job market and I sent my resume to Channel One Russia uh, for the position of Oracle database administrator and I sent it to them and they invited me for an interview. At the same time I worked as a developer professionally but at the same time at the same time I participated as volunteer for the local Moscow church as a developer. And I developed the forum, online forum, and I maintained it. I was a moderator on this forum. This forum was to preach a gospel. 
So I was the person, and the Channel One Russia, they told me that I was only one uh, who knows the Oracle and web technologies at the same time. They made me an offer, and of course, I accepted it. So, and uh, I started to work for them. And you know, three months later, on 9-11 in America, the load of our web servers and my Oracle database worked for the largest news web server in Russia. And the load of our web server increased in 1,000 times in, one, uh, in just one hour. So it's changed my mind on the performance tuning. And my next, one of my next jobs was related to the performance tuning. So let's get on to Apex here. Um, later on, you became an Oracle database administrator and Apex developer. What is the Apex system and how does it work? Apex system is a tool to create web applications. Uh, this web applications based on Oracle database. So for, our, for us who use screen readers, it is very interesting because we can surf an internet, we can visit million millions of websites, and some websites are more accessible, some websites are less accessible. But when I work, on Oracle Apex as a developer, it looks like I surf just one stable and well-accessible website. So for us, it is very important. And also, when I create an application, I am create an application being blind. I Being blind, I can create application for sighted users using Apex templates. The users of my applications, they Usually, they never knows that the developer is blind. Interesting, yeah. interesting. Um, now I understand you live in Orlando and you have a family, and I understand that you've changed jobs recently. Um, what do you do now in your uh, work as Oracle developer? I worked for last last my position was for the company where where I developed and uh, also web applications for international company. It was on Oracle Apex. I solved some performance issues and uh, I developed interfaces. I added new features to this application and I worked among sighted people. So being blind. So, and this was short term contract. Recently, I signed a job offer for a new project and also for very large company in the United States, but they this that project uh, they put this project on hold <laughs> for some period of time uh, so currently i am continue to support my application uh in uh, i license for the chip is there anything else that you would like to add you know probably the one thing i want to say that i i tried to use different screen readers but now i would suggest to use to start to learn directly from JAWS, not to try to spend time to other screen readers. And probably I would suggest to all users who wants to do something, who wants to achieve their goals, I would suggest to probably to take the JAWS exam. 
simplification exam because according to freedom scientific uh, website only 70 people passed this exam in 20 2020 year in this year but according to cdc.gov website we have millions of people with visually impaired people in united states so i would suggest to use Joskin Leader in Windows 10 as a tool to get to have information, to get education, work, and rest. Okay. Okay. That sounds good. Um, Vladimir, we hope that you continue to live a happy life. Thanks so much for joining us today and sharing your success. Thank you. Before we go, listeners, I welcome your comments on this program. Just visit and like me on Facebook at Speaking Out for the Blind, or follow me on Twitter at Speak Out Blind or Speak Out for the Blind. You can also check out my website at speakingoutfortheblind.weebly.com. More information on today's show is posted there. Just look under the list of episodes and show news tab. My new email address is speakout at acbradio.org. My show archive is at acbradio.org slash speaking dash out dash four dash dash blind. Please note that there is a link located at the top half of the page and below the heading that says Home Speaking Out for the Blind, where you can subscribe to the podcast feed and listen to Speaking Out for the Blind shows, ranging from episode 94 to the present. You may also access the podcast feed at acbradio.org slash SOFTB. That's all for this edition of Speaking Out for the Blind. Thanks for listening, and remember to speak out. Here at ACB Radio Mainstream, we are always working to improve the quality of our programming. If you have any feedback about anything you have heard here on ACB Radio Mainstream, please let us know by sending an email to support at acbradio.org. That's support at acbradio.org. You are listening to ACB Radio Mainstream, connecting the blind community. The American Council of the Blind is making a difference in communities around the United States and beyond. ACB in Action takes us to the front lines and behind the scenes to learn of the work of our national leadership, staff and committees, local state and special interest affiliates, and individual members. I hope you'll tune in on Tuesday at 9 p.m. and together we can get to know these movers and shakers among us. I'm Cindy Van Winkle, Membership Services Coordinator for the American Council of the Blind, and I personally invite you to join me for ACB in Action. Hello, this is Dan Spoon, President of the American Council of the Blind. I just want to give a big hip, hip, hooray out there to our tremendous membership that does such a great job. I'm Marie Osmond. Choices, some are minor, others life-changing. But what if your small choices matter the most, like the stairs or the elevator, baked or fried? What if these small choices determine if you'll be the one out of every three women who die of heart disease this year? These choices might not seem life-changing today, but women are dying of heart disease at the rate of almost one per minute. Luckily, it's mostly preventable. Choose to act. Our hearts, our choice. Make your choice at GoRedForWomen.org.
You're listening to ACB Radio Mainstream. ACB Radio, where you're listening is our business.